This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Good afternoon. It is the workday afternoon on Money FM 89.3. Today I have with us Ong So Fen, senior culture correspondent, and Eunice Kwek, who we've spoken to before, food correspondent from The Straits Times. Now, first, we're going to look at affordable art with uh, the Affordable Art Fair and Sofen. That's happening this Friday till Sunday. That's right. It's at the F1 Pit Building, mm-hmm. and this is the 10th edition of the fair. Mm-hmm. And I actually love the fair because it was the first place where I bought my first piece of art. Because it was affordable? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't scary because I think for a lot of Singaporeans, art seems to be like very highfalutin and expensive. It's something for millionaires. But I think over the past 10 editions, the Affordable Art Fair has shown that it's not just for rich people. Mm-hmm. Even if you just like have like, say, a couple of thousand dollars, you can buy quite a nice piece of art. You they, clearly can mm. afford art that's more expensive than I can. <laughs> Well, they actually have a cap and they have a whole range of prices. Mm -hmm. And what I like also is that they have like young talents Mm -hmm. showcases. So if you want to like start out small, you can start from a thousand bucks. I think actually if you look hard enough, there are things under a thousand bucks as well. You know, the Mm. thing is, art is is so personal. Mm. Something that may be worth $25 million dollars to someone may not be worth $25 to me just because I think it's ugly. Totally. Right? Mm. So I I like the affordable art fair for that because Mm. if it's something that you really love, it's not something you have to consider too hard Mm -hmm. because clearly the prices aren't going to be $25 Yes. And I think that the Affordable Art Fair also has a really nice vibe to it Mm -hmm. because they have a corner where you can park the kids to do like art workshops and stuff while the parents go shopping around. They have little cafes and food spots where you can grab a snack. Mm -hmm. So you can actually spend like a whole day browsing and they have a nice range of stuff. This year, I'm actually eyeing a couple of things already. So I'm a bit worried for my pocket. (laughs) Okay, these things, art pieces or sculptures or... Art pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, Blue Lotus Fine Art, which is a local gallery, Mm -hmm. is showcasing works by Zero, who is a graffiti artist. So I've only seen his stuff on walls in Kampong Glam and Low India. So I was like, oh, he's doing canvases now. You can take home a piece of graffiti art. So I'm like thinking, hmm. But that's been all the rage for the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yes. Well, Around the world. Yes. You know that Banksy is like the most famous Mm. graffiti the artist mm-hmm. and everything that he produces gets stolen and put up for auction. <laughs> <laughs> because he puts up stuff, I mean, in back alleys and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now you can buy a legit graffiti work of art from a local artist, no less. That actually sounds very interesting. Yes. So is there a lot of it? I'm not sure how many pieces he's got. I've seen like about three pieces so far. Mm -hmm. The gallery has been sending out emailers and they look quite fun. And I'm sure they are not priced like to the stars and beyond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to sell your firstborns, firstborns. Precisely. Yeah. And I was also looking at Utterly Art. They have been a gallery that's been specialising in young Singapore artists for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And 
and they have a couple of very collectible artists who are very popular. Aaron Garden is a watercolorist, so his stuff has been bought by a lot of corporations. And he does very pretty uh, contemporary watercolors. He does like scenic landscapes, and he's got contemporary motifs. So I think young couples who are decorating their houses can look out for his stuff. And then there's another guy called Andre Tan who does very pop art. Mm-hmm. kind of things with Asian motifs. You know, so he's very collectible as well and he tends to do very well at the affordable art fair. So if you actually want to buy anything, I suggest you go on Friday morning before it gets all sold out because these artists tend to be like very popular. Okay, you're saying go on the first day. Mm, but if yes. that's your advice, then everybody will go on the first day. Then that's good. The <laughs> artists will make money and make a living. <laughs> but then it'll be crowded on the first day. Well, it's Friday and it's a working day, so... Go early. Yes. Which is what you're going to do. You're going to sneak in before the rest of us. (laughs) Oh, I've got an invite to the VIP show on Thursday. (laughs) She just throws that away. Did you get one, Eunice? (laughs) Yes. Eunice, did you get an invite to be... Sadly, no. I did not. not. I did not, no. So, you know, it's mm. like she's going to get first dibs, she's going to mm. get the VIP treatment, and we're going to be there and stand in line with everybody else. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. That's right. You know, okay, let's assume, you said it's 10 years into the affordable art fair, but let's assume somebody's never been. Mm. And they have a brand new BTO that they want to do, and they're mm. looking for art pieces mm-hmm. for it. First home, right? Very exciting. Yes. What should they know well, before they go? you should just, like, have a budget. Mm-hmm. Don't be. What a f- kind of a budget? It depends on what. Yeah, but you they've want. never been, so they don't know. You're well, the expert. Oh, okay. <laughs> Decide whether you want a holiday to Bangkok or to <laughs> Tokyo, and then that's your price tag. Because a holiday to Bangkok, like generously two thousand bucks. A holiday Where to Tokyo. Where do you be- go in Bangkok <laughs> <laughs> for two thousand dollars? You can be like quite luxurious, you know. That is true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. yeah, quite high yeah. end. I'm just trying to be a bit more okay, generous so about 2, with my budget. Yeah, about two thousand. To say five, six thousand. To five, six thousand. Decide on and actually, you know, um, the thing about the affordable art fair is that the people there they also want to make a sale. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for alternative stuff because they might have things that are not on display. So ask even and actually you can even ask. Do you have something in this colour spectrum if you want something that matches your colour scheme? Okay, the Singaporean in me has got to ask, can haggle on price or not? Usually, no. Really? Yes. But I do think that if you ask them for something within the budget as yes. well, they might be able to... Yes, they will accommodate Okay, you can't you. afford this one, but this one's a little bit, you know, yes. more in your okay, price the tile, yes. the tile size. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Serialized yes. print. Yes. Instead of like A3, maybe you go for an A4. <laughs> yes. Start small. <laughs> yes. Yes, no, but with yeah. art, you're right. Yeah. You mm. have to have a very clear budget. Mm. Yes. So if you say, okay, no more than $5,000, mm. but you fall in love with two pieces that cost maybe two, $3,000 each, you're still in your budget. Mm, yes, right? that's right. Yes. Yeah. And you can always like kind of like have a thing because it's on till Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you can just go home, sit on it, have a cup of coffee. No, 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 no. That's dangerous because <laughs> then you go the next day and some other person like you, VIP types, <laughs> bought it already. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the Singaporean will, will if you eye something, maybe you chop it first. <laughs> Is that yes. choking? 
Um, maybe I if you think can. only if you know the gallery people. So because in other words, oh. normal people like us know Eunice. The oh. VIP maybe. <laughs> yes. No, but. <laughs> If you ask nicely, maybe. But the thing about the affordable art fair is that people do go with an intention to buy. Sure. So the gallery yes. owners tend to like not keep things aside. Unless you are like mm, really persuasive, maybe. Yeah. Because they do tend to do very good sales. Mm. So they don't want to like have to tie down a piece and then afterwards you don't show up, then that hits their bottom line. Just to be clear, mm. if it's the first time you've ever been, have a very clear budget. Yes. Haggling is not really the, the thing. thing. <laughs> and there is no chopping. No chopping. Okay, fine. But you can ask for something that matches your colour scheme. Okay, fine. <laughs> now, some place, you know, something that you can chop sometimes, maybe if, is a seat in a restaurant. Now, today, Eunice, you are talking to us about uh, what? Tonkatsu. Sh- yes. Okay. Shiokoji Tonkatsu Kesuke. This is the latest. Can you say that again? It sounded so good the first time. Oh, really? <laughs> Shiokoji Tonkatsu Kesuke. I'm hungry already. <laughs> Tell me more. So, it's the latest concept by the Kesuke group. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be maybe more familiar with them for doing ramen. Mm-hmm. So, they're really good with like their ramen, lobster, crab. They're always doing something a little bit different right. from, you know, say the usual pork bone and stuff ramen basis mm-hmm. um, then recently because I think they're kind of pretty much done with their whole ramen they've rev- taken it as far as you can go pretty much yes they have um, so they've kind of got gotten a bit more creative done a little bit you know other stuff so other restaurants that they've come up with they've done like Hamburg they've done the very famous very popular till now the tendon tempura on rice mm-hmm. concept that still gets like crazy cues even after many years and so now, Sofon won't eat there because she doesn't stand in line. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm a VIP. But if you go at 2pm, <laughs> just after lunch, maybe you could get All a right. seat. Um, yeah, and then now the latest one at Paya Lebar Square is this new tonkatsu uh, concept. And basically tonkatsu would be your Japanese breaded panko crusted pork cutlets. Right. Right. Um, and we do have quite a number of these restaurants in Singapore. Yes, we do. Because um, we but, like our pork. Yes, but as with the Kesuke group, you know, they kind of take it to another level. Mm-hmm. And the reason why this shiokoji word is in the name is because that is used as like a marinade for the pork. Mm-hmm. Um, so shio meaning salt. And koji is actually referring to, you know, kind of like a fermented short grain rice kind of seasoning that they that they use. Right. It's pretty much a natural, not only natural tenderizer, it is also natural, imparting natural flavours. So you mm-hmm. get that, you know, umami, that saltiness, but not with, you don't have to add any extra salt. I don't know why, it. as you're talking, I'm thinking of wok hei. Which of course <laughs> has got nothing to do with Japanese food. Still fried. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the when you, when you bite into your rice, so you get that crisp exterior from... Mm-hmm the panko crumbs and all right. that. And in the middle, the pork is really tender. Almost, I don't like to use this phrase because it sometimes doesn't really, really mean very much, but it's almost melt in your mouth. Okay. But it's not like mushy where it's, you know, it's, it's like soft and moist. And yes, yes. And I mean, although it's a tonkatsu place, mm-hmm. focusing on pork, um, what was interesting about this place is also that they do quite a number of seafood items. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that really stood out for me was 
their salmon actually. Really? Yeah, because the middle was a perfect rare. Ooh. Yeah, so it was this beautiful like coral, you know, rare bit in the middle and yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you, if you sous vide a piece of salmon, mm-hmm. you know, and you get that nice rare, really not overcooked, not too, you know, flaky or powdery and all that. Yeah, you get that really nice texture in the middle. So it's really cooked perfectly and they time it exactly. Apparently they say it's just like a minute or so that they fry it and then that's it. Yeah. You I'm know, glad. I had my lunch. Otherwise, I'd be very hungry. <laughs> I, have, I have not had my lunch. And now she's making me rethink the chocolate <laughs> that's sitting on my desk. <laughs> that can be your appetizer. Um, okay, but the thing that is interesting about these restaurants that you're talking about, the mm. Keisuke group, mm. is they're quite affordable. Yes, So is, they are. is this latest addition to their family also affordable? Yes. It is. Their set meals are priced within fifteen ninety mm-hmm. to twenty two ninety. That's not bad. That's pretty good. No, really. And it includes you get a nice tempura egg, mm-hmm. perfect for cracking over your rice and mm-hmm. mixing it all up. Um, you get pickles. You get miso soup, and most importantly, you get access to their condiment station and salad bar. That's quite nice. Yes. So you really get a nice. Good full meal and just the right amount of you know greens that you can get just to balance out the fried food. So <laughs> Pai Leba Square is that new thing right next to the met, the MRT. Is the other one? Oh, that's not. That oh, one. I remember the last time. Yes, I spoke about that. <laughs> the new one. <laughs> this it's is the, the, the other new, one. new one. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget the other one. <laughs> There's another one. Pai Leba Square is the 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 older mall. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So it was like Paya Lebar Square, Singpo Centre, right. now Paya Lebar Quarter. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So okay. Paya Lebar Square, Square is the furthest away from the MRT station. No, it's actually on the other side. On the... Oh my goodness. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I'll be walking around going, I have no idea what so she's talking So the MRT about. is right in the middle. Right. Um, depending on how you look at it, one is on the left, one is on the right. She's not being helpful. Yeah. Oh, so, no. <laughs> It's right there connected to the MRT. Don't worry. Okay, yeah. it's right there connected. Yes. Basically, I'm doing the Singaporean thing again. I can walk from the MRT to Paleba Square. Yes, you can. And it is also facing the taxi stand. Ah, okay. Mm. Now I'm mm. starting to get it. And it's on which floor? It's on the first floor. It's on okay. the ground floor. So, so it's very you visible. You come out, it's right there. Um, it's been about a week or so since it opened. Mm-hmm. Just look for the place with the crazy long queues. Oh, I know which one this is. Oh. This is... <laughs> This is, uh, yes, I do not remember. remember the, do remember I remember the, the queue. queue. Yes. yes. Okay, got it. Now, yes. yes. So you've been there yes. and it's worth trying. Yes. Okay, because I love the prices. Mm. Mm. I have a question. Mm. Yes. Average time of queue. Depending on what time you are there, I would say easily a good half an hour or more. Mm. So basically, yes. don't go at lunchtime. La. Basically, Earlier yes. or later. Yes, and now it's the school holidays, so maybe wait till everyone's back in school <laughs> and it just opened. <laughs> yes. Or go so two January before <laughs> lunch. Yes, make sure you are the first seating. Ah. If you're going to be early, make sure you're the first seating. I see. If okay. you're going to be late, make sure you're the last seating. <laughs> oh, they have a last seating. I mean, I mean make sure you're like, maybe okay. the like nine o'clock. Mm, okay. Last order. Mm. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I can eat late if it's mm. good. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm. All right. Mm. Okay, so that's a great recommendation because I'm always looking for places to go that doesn't break the bank so I'll have more money for the affordable art fair this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Think of it as an investment. Mm. Although all the gallery people will always tell you, don't buy for investment. Buy because you love a work of art. Mm. Which is true. It is true. Yeah. It buy because it makes you happy when you look at it every morning. And, you know, my argument to my husband has actually literally been this. But my handbag is more expensive. <laughs> wow, what kind of handbag are you carrying, man? <laughs> I'm not telling you. And on that note, thank you very much <laughs> to Ong Sofan, Senior Culture Correspondent and Eunice Quack Food Correspondent, both from The Straits Times, for coming in. Do join us again on Workday Afternoon, Wednesdays at 2.35. But for now, go to Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts to find more Life Picks and Food Picks podcasts. This is Money FM 89.3. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.